And this is Sermonition Sunday, number 58. Meditations intended to equip the church militant for spiritual warfare. And I am the warrior priest, Donovan Riley. My son, pay attention to my words. Turn your ear to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart, because they are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh. Keep a close watch over your heart, because from it flows the waters of life. The book of the Proverbs, chapter 4, verses 20 through 23. In the name of Jesus, amen. People today live lives with no depth or weight. Little boys grow up, but never become men. Little girls grow up and never become women because they are taught to behave like men. One reason for this is that there are no puberty ceremonies in our culture. For example, as an American man, when do you become a man? When you get a driver's license? You're 16, so we give you a driver's license. Does that make you a man? You get a job. Does that make you a man? You find someone to settle down with and the two of you have a baby. Does that make you a man? We grow up in a culture that tells boys that going to war makes you a man. Going to prison and coming back, that makes you a man. Making a million dollars makes you a man. And it doesn't. But you don't know that. You don't know that until you have done all these things and realize, damn, I'm still a boy. Or you've been around people who've been there a bunch of times. American culture cannot teach you what it means to be a man. It teaches men that they can get pregnant and give birth. It teaches boys that they are toxic simply because they are boys. American culture teaches boys to be ashamed of who God made them to be. That's why boys grow up never really learning what it means to be a man. And if they ever do come to church, usually brought by their mother or grandmother, the churches actively help to make things worse and help to drive them out of the churches. The reason that there are so few men in churches is that the churches don't want godly men. They want men formed and produced by our culture. They don't want men formed and made by God. They don't want men who God has given the strength to do the kinds of things Joshua and Gideon got done. Churches don't want men who God has given the strength to say the kinds of things Elijah and Hosea said. The churches don't want John the baptizer calling out corrupt religious leaders and the fake religiosity of the faithless. Instead, the churches have prayed for decades that God would send them men who will not preach the hard things they need to hear and not confront those who need to be confronted. The churches don't want men who will fight the wolves at the door. They want a hired hand. They want a pastor who will feed them a steady diet of sugar-coated lies and make them feel okay with the wolves dragging them away. But regardless of what culture teaches us, the distinction between man and woman is very real, and it is not washed away in baptism. It is clarified, deepened, and called very good by God. What baptism does wash away is the cultural brainwashing that has emasculated men for decades. It washes away happy wife, happy life. It washes away, yes, dear. It washes away our depression and aimlessness. It washes away our inability and impotence. Baptism washes away our ungodly dependency on pornography and drugs and video games and junk food the things the world pushes on us to keep us blinded to the fact that we are not misbehaving little boys. We are washed in the blood of the Lamb. Washed to live as free, godly men who are identified by strength and grit, wisdom and self-sacrifice, charity 
and yes, even as dangerous to the wolves at the door. In baptism, God announces himself to us as our father and names us as his sons and daughters. Baptism declares that God has created us. Male and female, he has created us. So now in Christ, we don't need to treat little boys like badly behaved girls. We don't need to discipline and medicate the boyish energy out of them. To do this is to say to God, you got it wrong. You don't understand, Lord, times have changed. It's men who do the most harm to our churches and to our homes and to our communities. We don't need godly men. We don't need aggressive men. We don't need men of grit and determination. We don't need men like Abraham or Samson or Jeremiah. We need soft, passive, impotent boys who walk and talk like men, but do what they're told, even if that means putting on a dress and competing in women's sports. And to those of you who are thinking, stay in your lane, pastor, stick to the gospel, talk about Jesus. To you, I say, you have never read the Bible. You don't understand the first thing about baptism. And in case you forgot, Jesus was a man, a man who sets the example for us of true godly masculinity from Genesis through Revelation. In baptism, God declares himself to be God of your whole life, not just what happens in church on Sunday. Your Heavenly Father made your physical body and still cares for it. He made your soul and it is filled with the Holy Spirit in baptism. The whole of you as man and woman is created, claimed by Jesus Christ, and renewed in baptism. Baptism doesn't wash away masculinity and femininity. Instead, God clarifies, purified, and redeems you as man and woman, his sons and daughters, and declares you to be very good. Now, that being said, as a baptized child of God, you are not called to constantly look for tables to flip and money changers to drive out. You are not to go looking for a fight or for something heavy to lift. But for men in particular, you are called to do it when it needs to be done. You are called to exercise authority over your home, just as God gave Adam authority over the garden and his family. You are called to sacrifice yourself in service to Christ's church. You are called and sent out as God's sons to take responsibility for his good creation. You are baptized sons and daughters of God. That is your identity. That is what defines your entire life as man and woman, husband and wife, parent and child. In baptism, your life and your home and your church and the whole of creation are called very good by your Heavenly Father and only by running away from being a godly man and a godly woman. According to God's definition of man and woman, do you throw away the most important gift that you will ever receive in this life? In baptism, God declares himself God of your whole life, not just what happens in church on Sunday. Your Heavenly Father made your physical body and still cares for it. He made your soul and it is filled with the Holy Spirit at baptism. The whole of you as man and woman is created, claimed by Jesus Christ, and renewed in baptism. Baptism doesn't wash away masculinity and femininity. Instead, God declares them to be very good. In baptism, God sets you free in Christ Jesus to enjoy, to celebrate the great gift that he has given you of being sons and daughters, men and women, fathers and mothers who live today and always in the name of Jesus. Amen.